0: what is going on and welcome to another episode of the beyond rad podcast my name is chad and this week we are joined by stephanie Resendiz. So Stephanie is a singer songwriter from Boston, Massachusetts, and it was really cool being able to talk to her because she's really just handling everything on her own. She's learning all of the different skills necessary to not only write the music, but to produce the music and to distribute the music. And it's really cool to see someone, especially of her age at 15 years old, working really hard to get her music out there and to write really good music and so it was a lot of fun being able to talk to her about all the things she's learning and just her process in general as well it's really cool to see what she's accomplishing and I'm really excited for you guys to hear the interview hear some of her stories and and a little bit more about her and uh, be sure to head over to her social media though because she does all of her music primarily through Instagram and through SoundCloud so if you head on over there you can check out her music. And get to know her better, give her a follow, give her a like, and while you're at it, you can swing on over to the podcast, you know, like, follow the podcast as well, and uh, look forward to to hearing from you guys. But without further ado, let's just jump right on in. Well, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. I, I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you. I'm super excited.
0: Yeah, so... I always like to, you know, start out with just a a quick introduction. You know, tell us a little about who you are, and then obviously, the nice thing is it's it's your project, so um, it'll kind of seamlessly transition into the music. But uh, tell us who you are, and and we'll talk a little bit more about the music in a second.
1: Yeah. Um, so I'm Stephanie Zendes. I'm a singer, songwriter, piano player from Boston, Massachusetts. Um, I'm 15 years old, and I post um, originals and covers on SoundCloud and Instagram.
0: Fantastic! So, uh, so Boston, Massachusetts, huh?
1: Yes. Good <laughs> deal.
0: I I hear it's pretty amazing out there. I've my sister lives in New York, so she's pretty close by. But uh, but I hear it's pretty amazing out there. Um, so, how long have you been doing music for?
1: Um, since I was a little kid. I've oh, that's always, awesome. I've always loved music and I've always loved to sing.
0: Okay. So. so what were, uh, you know, was it like family events or was it just kind of just, Hey, I'm just going to sing and I'm going to belt it out when I'm with my, like just in the family room or what, what actually, was there like actual events that you sing at?
1: Um, when I was younger, I did like school talent shows and I did sing at like family events, probably like, any place that i could sing in front of an audience i tried to
0: awesome so what were some of the places that that stood out to you as a kid that really got things rolling for you
1: um in elementary school we did this talent show and it was um like in the auditorium i guess and so everybody from the elementary school went and their families and um i sang a song from glee
0: oh very nice
1: and everybody was like super supportive and i think that's when i was like oh this is really cool like i could see myself doing this
0: that's fantastic so how old were you at that point
1: um probably like seven maybe
0: that's awesome so uh so was glee one of those shows that that inspired you to start singing (laughs)
1: Yeah. I honestly think so. Like I watched it when I was really young, like just specifically for the music. Yeah. Obviously I get the.
0: Yeah. You didn't get the whole arcing. Yeah. Overarching story, but.
1: (laughs) No. Um, yeah, I just really loved the music and it like opened me up to so many different artists that I probably wouldn't have heard at that like young age.
0: That's fantastic. So obviously you said that, that, you know, you, you do originals and covers uh, I'm assuming you started out doing covers and, and kind of got inspiration to start writing your own music from there.
1: Yeah. Um, I did a lot of like Claro covers, Gracie Abrams covers, and then I started to post my original music.
0: Awesome. So did you, is it all through like TikTok? Where did you start when it came to, to recording your covers and, and posting those?
1: Um, I would just, I started posting them. Um, on Instagram, mostly just so like I could share it with my friends and family. Mm-hmm. That was like the most like important thing to me. Like I didn't really want to, to share it with anybody else. Cause I was like a little too shy for that. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And then, um, last summer I started posting some of my covers on SoundCloud too.
0: Fantastic. And, uh, what was the song that, that really started things like got things really rolling for you?
1: Do you remember? Um, I'd say, yeah, I'd say, um, my ill wife cover from Claro.
0: Okay. See, I'm I'm, really good. Yeah. I'm so out of the loop on a lot of the, a lot of like mainstream music that I don't even know that song. I probably should.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. You really should. It's super good. Yeah.
0: I, uh, I listen to a lot of, a lot of punk rock, a lot of, you know, yeah. alternative music, and then I listen to a bunch of oldies.
1: <laughs>
0: me too. Awesome. Well, who who are some of your who are some of your uh, oldies that you go to?
1: Um, Elton John, okay, Lee, Mac. You know, Stevie Nicks. Stuff I, like I'm that.
0: really glad that when I said oldies, you actually got the right oldies because you know you're like for me. I I I've I've learned that I'm just really really old. Not really like, but I just feel really <laughs> old because like. I remember when the first iPod came out and like I had an iPod that didn't even have a colored screen, right? It was just backlit. And it's like, that's how, that's how old I am. Right. And like kids nowadays are like, oh yeah, stream this and stream that. I'm like, yo, I used to have to freaking, I had to go to LimeWire, you know, I had to like, I had to infest my computer with viruses in order to get some of this music.
1: (laughs) I've never heard of that before.
0: You have or haven't?
1: I haven't.
0: Oh my gosh, I'm so old. You have never, you've never heard of LimeWire? No. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that is crazy to me. Yeah, because because that was my like that was my teenage years. Like MySpace, that was the social media platform. Yeah,
1: I've I've heard of that one, but I wasn't alive for that.
0: Oh my gosh. You wait. You weren't even alive when MySpace. Oh, are you are you serious?
1: I was born in 2006, so I don't
0: know. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's when Facebook came out, right? Like 2005, somewhere around there. I remember yeah. getting Facebook and thinking, "This is the dumbest thing ever. Why are people choosing Facebook over MySpace?" I remember that very, very vividly. It was probably like, was probably like 2003 or four that that it was actually happening. But it was like I remember that. Oh my goodness! I'm yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> So, so are your parents big fans of like Fleetwood Mac and, and Elton John and whatnot?
1: Yeah. Um, okay. They're both huge fans of um, Fleetwood Mac and I was actually named after Stevie Nicks.
0: Oh, that's awesome.
1: So, yeah.
0: That's really cool. So with are your parents musicians as well or?
1: No, they just like always, you know, I was brought up listening to all sorts of music around the house. So Okay. Even though they're not musicians, they really did like inspire me.
0: Yeah. They had I mean, the appreciation for it. Yes, That's awesome. And, uh, you know, now that you, now that you're obviously, you know, taking things and, and trying to to push your music to another level, what are some of the things that you're, that you're like learning right now that, that you wish you would have known back when you very first started?
1: I'm learning that it's like not easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah really not easy. Not at all. You know, trying to, um, like send my piano signal to my computer. Like it's a whole process that I didn't know that I would have to go through.
0: Yeah. Cause I'm assuming you started just recording it through like your phone's microphone.
1: Yeah. And up until this point, like I still am doing that. Um, but I just got like this, I just got the stuff to to put it to my computer.
0: I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. It, yeah, if you, uh, I, so my, my brother-in-law, he's a music producer and so I can, I can get some good tips from him in terms of what equipment to use. I, I actually went with, went to him in terms of what equipment I should get for myself because I was like, I started doing a bunch of research and there's, like you said, there's a lot to it, you know, between the audio interface, an amplifier, a mixer, and then, you know, not to mention just the software, right? Cuz like your DAW, your your audio the uh, the digital interface, that's a whole other ballpark.
1: Oh yeah. It's it's so much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what's what's been the most fun part about it all?
1: Um I'd say like probably people's reactions, like my friends or my family's reactions to like hearing my songwriting and I just really enjoy when somebody says like wow like I didn't know that you could do this like you know like they enjoy it and mm-hmm. I I really take like a lot of pride into that
0: heck yeah as you should I mean it's hard work I like I uh, I definitely wish people understood a little bit more about like the the amount of work that it takes to be successful at writing something not just writing it but the whole process that you're learning too in terms of recording it and producing it and stuff there's a lot that goes into it yeah so do you did you like did your parents buy you some stuff to help you record or are you, are you just kind of like foot in the bill you, you bootstrapping it
1: no they've definitely they've bought you know everything that i've asked pretty much and i'm super grateful for that
0: heck yeah yeah i i uh i i feel like most like people who, uh, who are young and, and starting into any sort of, um, field in general, like whether it's music or art or even like education, all that stuff, like the support of parents is super important. Totally. Yeah. So what are, what are some of the things that, uh, like that they're doing, like, are they, are they, trying to like help you find be- good ways to grow and learn are they are they kind of just like providing you the tools and you figure it all out
1: yeah they they provide me with tools and then um they don't really know that much about you know like um online stuff you know <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty um much just me but that's all right
0: yeah that's i mean props to you because like the amount that you're going to learn from it is huge so i'm trying to think man i I, like i said i'm so old i'm like you probably like you probably have because when you said your parents aren't really knowledgeable on technology i just thought you know like
1: yeah
0: i am i am that person like when it comes to like electronics i'm great but like when it comes to social media i'm like behind the times completely (laughs) Like I, oh man, it's crazy. So like in school, are you doing any sort of like school programs at all? Or are you just doing this stuff on the, on the side?
1: No, it's just on the side. Um, I used to do chorus, but that was pretty much it. They don't really like, not that I know of, they don't really offer like a lot of stuff for music at my school.
0: Yeah. I don't know that many schools, like aside from like the choir chorus and, and uh, like plays in terms of singing. Right.
1: Yeah. That's pretty much it. Well,
0: that's kind of unfortunate, but uh as you, you know, I know obviously you are, how, how often are you releasing music right now?
1: Um, I don't really like keep track of like how often I've released it. Like it's just pretty much sporadic. Like whenever I get the time to write it and record it and, when I feel like is best
0: to release it. But. Absolutely. So, um, let's talk real quick about about the newest that uh, that you sent me. Um, that one hasn't been released yet, right?
1: No, it's coming out Friday.
0: Oh, fantastic! So, so uh, by the time this interview goes live, it will have already but have already come out. But tell us a little bit about that song. Um, obviously, it's called "Going Down." But uh, tell us a little bit about the song.
1: Yeah, so um it's pretty much like about um like Massachusetts I guess and like my my hometown um and it's like it's about like um being being with somebody in the in in your town and that they make it feel like much more larger than it is I guess. Nice. And then when you lose them it's like you know, the town is so stupid and it's so small and you
0: just <laughs> want to get it. I get that. I get that.
1: Yeah. So is it
0: a small town you live in or is it a pretty big place? Cause obviously Boston's big, but you're probably in a suburb of Boston.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm outside of Boston. I would say that it's like, it's big, but it's not like, it's not like a huge city. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: So it's a, uh, but it's, I'm assuming, how, how big is your school? How many, how many kids are in your school?
1: A lot. Okay. A lot of in my school.
0: Okay. (laughs) So it's still, it's still pretty large, but, uh, but you know, ultimately when it comes down to it, if you, if you start dating someone and you break up, you see them pretty often, right?
1: Yes. It feels like so small, especially like, even though like the school is so big, like it feels like you know, everybody that's in there. So it feels like they know you too. So they know all your like personal business.
0: Yeah, man. It's so funny looking back and like remembering just high school there. Like, so my best friend from high school is still my best friend now. And, uh, it's so funny reminiscing with him about things. And, uh, my wife and I, we actually, um, we knew each other since we were 15. And so it's funny looking back And remembering all these different things where it does feel like like everyone knows every little thing and uh mm-hmm. and it's it's really bizarre because it it's like the most awkward time of your entire life because people just care too much. You know? Yes,
1: they're so invested.
0: <laughs> what what are some of the things that like obviously as you as you're writing music and and you're you're trying to to come up with things like I'm assuming it's going to come pretty naturally, but what are some of the things that really inspire you when you're writing?
1: Um, Yeah, it does. Most of the time it comes really naturally and it's usually just like relationships that I have or like certain events
0: mm-hmm. that have
1: occurred in my life. I don't usually tend to write about things that aren't personal to me.
0: Yeah. Just cause it's easier to write. I'm assuming. Yeah. So, when you write something and, you know, you put it out there and onto the internet, has anyone caught wind and been like, yo, you wrote that song about me?
1: <laughs> Literally, that is my biggest fear. <laughs> <laughs> like, I will write a song and like not put it out for that specific reason, because I'm like, shit, this person is gonna know that it's about them.
0: <laughs> so, so what do you do? Do you just sit on it? Do you yeah, just- pretty much you you don't do anything with it. you just you just like i had to write it because it's a a good venting session but you don't actually do anything with it yeah okay writing
1: is definitely like like a sort of therapy for me okay. so it's good that i got it out into words but i'm like there's no way i'm going to put this out
0: who do you show it to
1: pretty much if i wrote a song like about somebody that's going to know it's about them i will not show it to anybody
0: to anybody so no one no. how many how many songs do you have that nobody's heard a lot <laughs> <laughs> that's that sounds like a uh, that sounds like a teenage response right there because I I remember I wrote so back in high school out that was when I played music like a lot and uh, and while I when I was playing music I would write songs and I would try and like make it more uh, like cryptic you know it wasn't so blatant outright but but I mean everyone who I was friends with would know who the song was about. 'Cause I pretty much only dated like a few different girls. And uh and it is really funny, like when they show up to a concert and you're playing the song and you're like, Well, I mean, it's on the set list. I'm here, I'm I'm playing it. Oh
1: my god. That is when you avoid eye contact at all costs during that song.
0: (laughs) Or you just or you just hold the eye contact and make them feel awkward and you say, Hey Yeah,
1: there's there's two types of people.
0: (laughs) So what like what is it that keeps you from from sharing? Is it just like you don't want to hurt their feelings, or is it like fear of retribution? What's like the the reason you don't share it?
1: I would say I'm probably just like embarrassed. I'm one. I'm embarrassed that I'm still like writing songs about these specific people.
0: That makes sense. <laughs> um,
1: and like I said, like everybody like knows you, or at least you think everybody knows. Yeah. You're so you're like you know, everybody's going to realize who the song is about. So,
0: yeah. So if, if it's like, all right, let's, let's put a hypothetical out here. You dated a guy last year in school. You, you know, you started dating another dude this year in school, you know, and, and now you broke up with there. You're, you're broken up with both of them. Okay. Are you, are you ready to release songs about the first guy? Because now it's like, hey, I've got one breakup in between.
1: Um, That's a really good question. Um, <laughs> I would say if the song is really good, yes, because then the boyfriend that I just broke up with might think that it's about him. You know, and that might like that might like annoy him. <laughs> maybe. It's probably it's a maybe. Okay. Because, um, feeling
0: so so with that in mind how many songs are you gonna be releasing now you know in the near future (laughs) (laughs)
1: um after after this podcast i don't know i think i'm gonna like release them all
0: there you go there you go i mean that's i I mean that's that's taylor swift's mentality right it's like
1: right exactly
0: you know like i it's funny because i'm a huge john mayer fan Huge John Mayer fan. I like him. And so whenever she wrote all the songs, like and she starts like complaining about him, I'm like, I'll bet, I'll bet there was some some problems like on his side, but I was like, I can almost guarantee like she's the one with all the songs. I can almost guarantee she's the problem.
1: <laughs> I I know. Somebody like you write like so many songs about a person, and you kind of like wonder what yeah, really it's, happened.
0: yeah because it's like at some point you think okay like there's nothing wrong with her dating a bunch of different guys and it's like it's cool that she's finally found happiness but i'm talking like back when she was like her teenage like sob story teardrops on my guitar phase right like yes. like so i in high school i remember i broke up with a girl and she told me to listen to that song when it was first out teardrops on my guitar i can remember it. it's so funny um but, uh, but yeah, like eventually you think, okay, there's only one constant throughout all of these relationships and that's her.
1: <laughs> oh my God.
0: <laughs> I mean, am I right? Like,
1: I, I guess I mean, <laughs> I've never took the time to like really analyze Taylor Swift that much. So.
0: <laughs> well, I, I have to, because I have to defend myself when I, uh, cause my, my wife and her twin sister are big fans of Taylor Swift. So you know, I have to have my arguments ready.
1: Yeah. To protect John yeah.
0: Mayer. Yeah, exactly. Got to protect John Mayer. And I mean, Harry Styles, like, come on.
1: Yeah.
0: All. <laughs> and I don't even know who else she did it. Honestly, I only know the John Mayer one. And I was like, I like John yeah, Mayer. I'm going to defend him. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when you, when you're like writing and uh, you know, you're, you're going through the process, is there any like inspirations that you're taking um, in terms of style or is it just kind of like whatever flows for you?
1: Um, I totally take inspiration from like a bunch of female artists that I love. Like I love Holly Humberstone, Phoebe Bridgers, Gracie Abrams, and they really like, they really inspire my style.
0: Heck yeah. Well, I know Phoebe Bridgers. So there's that. Yes. (laughs) Do do you like, do you like Julian Baker?
1: Um, I just recently started listening, but yeah, I would, I would say so. Yeah.
0: good. Good. That's one I know. I could give you like a list of great female bands that are that are like in my genre. That I'll be like, you should listen to Jetty Bones. You should listen to, um, oh my goodness, but I I, I would have to like come up with the list because in my mind I just had them all. There's uh, um, there's like they're all pop punk bands. Like obviously like Paramore really started a lot of that, but uh, like yeah. Stand Atlantic and oh man, I could give you a whole list of bands that you should you should listen to. <laughs> But I think that's awesome. What is it? Just like, is it like the? Because I know Phoebe Bridgers is just phenomenally talented. Like, um, really, like all around, right? Like, lyrically, musically, everything about what she does is pretty much stellar. um she's amazing. So, is it like what is it most of all that like inspires you when when you listen to these female artists? Like, what is it that that really Um, inspires you the most?
1: I would say just like the way that they just deliver the entire song, like the way that it really like pulls you in and like wants to like, like you want to tap into your emotions from the song. I would say that that's really cool. Heck yeah. Like every song that you listen to should, should do that.
0: Yeah. That's, that's really awesome. And is it like, do you resonate more with it because they are female and you kind of, you can kind of relate or is it that, that it feels empowering because it's like, Hey, they, they're just doing it and just absolutely killing the game. What is it like that inspires you with when it comes to that?
1: Yeah, it definitely is that they're, that they're female and it's like proving to me like, Oh, you know, like you can do it too.
0: Yeah. And I'm, I'm assuming your parents are pretty, pretty darn awesome that way too. Right. Just like, encouraging you and, and letting you know, Hey, you can do it.
1: Yeah, they totally are.
0: How, how big of an impact is that on you? Like, would you have, would you have done this without these other female artists or without your parents like being supportive?
1: Probably not. Like, especially for my parents, like I know that if nobody's going to support me, they are. Yeah. So I think that that's like really like such a confidence boost.
0: Absolutely. And ultimately, like how how big of an impact, like or how big of a of a, uh, um, I guess impact could be a good, the right word. But uh, when it comes to like showing a song, how much sway do does their opinion have on on the direction a song goes? Um. Usually,
1: when I show them, like when I play them a song. It's usually, like, finished. Oh, okay. Like it's usually, like, like, I don't, I'm, like, really private about my music until I finish it and I'm confident in it. But when I show them it and they have, like, a really good reaction to it, it just makes me feel so much better about the song and so much better about releasing it.
0: Absolutely. And do you remember the the, the first song that you wrote that you showed everyone that kind of, like, that got you hyped?
1: Um, I would say for me, that was probably New York City with you, which is on my SoundCloud. Um, And I remember like the first time I played it for my mom, like last summer, I was like, oh, like I just wrote this song and she just like sat down and listened to it. And when I looked up from the piano, she was crying. And she was like, I think like that's your best song that you've ever written or something. And that like really made me feel so good.
0: Heck yeah. So was that one, I'm assuming that one was a, a love song as well. Or was that one about, about uh, like, what was the story behind New York with you?
1: Um, that one is pretty much just like, like me telling myself that I like, that I want to go to New York city with myself, I guess. Oh, nice. Like, basically, like I could, like I can do it and, like, I can prove it to myself. So it can be interpreted by other people. Yeah. You know? But
0: so is that one of your dreams, is to, like, move to New York?
1: I guess. Like, definitely at the time that I wrote it, it was. Now I just, like, really don't know. But.
0: Well, <laughs> yeah, it's like, a. I mean, a year for a teenager is, like, an eternity for an adult. So it's like, like, an adult can be like, yeah, that's what I want. And then it, they just kind of that's what they actually want. But as a teenager, it probably changes. I I remember, I I remember thinking, uh, you know, what what was it? Sophomore year. I ran track and I was like, I'm going to be the best runner. And then I was like, "Ah, I'm done with running junior year. I played tennis. I'm like, I'm going to be the great tennis player. And, uh, senior year. I was like, nah, I'm just going to play music. And, uh, and so I started a band and I was playing music all the time and played shows all the time. And none of those things panned out. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it definitely like changes like month to month, you
0: know, month to month. Okay. So what's this month's goal? Like, what's, what is it that, that, that you like, cause I, I'll bet you that there's at least a few that have like have been consistent, right? What are some of the things that you like with music that, that you want to achieve within the next year?
1: Um, I definitely want to put my music like out on all major platforms Heck yeah! And like new songs that aren't on SoundCloud. Like I just want like a new chapter cool. about things that I'm going to be proud of. So that's definitely a goal for next year.
0: Have you ever thought about booking like professional studio time to, to pick their brains and stuff too?
1: I honestly haven't because I don't even like really know where to begin around here.
0: Yeah. You know what's funny is I'll bet you've got tons of studios around there that like that record, you know, teenagers like uh, acceptance, like or for their for the like college applications. If they're doing like a music program, you know, they send yeah. in their their like their recordings and stuff. I'll bet there's a bunch of studios that do stuff like that that could actually handle recording your music too.
1: Yeah, definitely. That's definitely something that I'll have to look into in the future.
0: Heck yeah! So, what is like the hardest part for you? Because you know, most people that I, that I talk to, they, that's like one of the, the big things is, is booking studio time and getting, you know, getting their recordings, um, -hmm. to, you know, to, to a producer, to, to do the mastering mixing and producing. Um, so for you, what is like, what's been the biggest challenge, um, as you've been producing your own music?
1: Yeah, I'd say just like doing everything myself is pretty hard because like, Like most, I would say like some most, I guess. Like artists, they they work with a team, Mm -hmm. and you know it's just me in my bedroom, so it's kind of it can be very hard, especially when you look up the answer on Google and there's like twenty five million answers that (laughs) don't make sense to you. Yeah, it can be a struggle. So
0: yeah, I. I mean, not to discourage you, but that's just life in general. Like I'm a, I'm a developer, I'm a software developer and I'm constantly on Google. And I'm like, I don't know what the heck that person just said. <laughs> what is like, what are some of the the biggest lessons that you've learned as you've produced your own music? Like what are some of the biggest things that have stood out to you? Like, Hey, other kids should know this too. If they're going to make their own music.
1: Um, I would say just like be confident in yourself because I, I feel like when I have more confidence going into like when I'm, when I'm trying to record something, it definitely makes a difference because I'm more determined to like try and get it right. And I'm more determined to learn.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, that makes sense because you're invested in it more, right? Is that, is that kind of why?
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: That's awesome. And I know you said you're pretty private about, about like your music writing process and whatnot. Do you have anyone come in and, and listen to the songs, you know, during the process to see, to get feedback and say, Hey, what would you change? What would you, what would you add? What would you remove?
1: I haven't. And my parents were literally so mad at me because <laughs> I made this. And they were like, cause I had mentioned that I like, I had sent it to like, I sent it to you and I sent it to some other people and they were like, why can't I hear it? Like, why did not you play it for me? And I was like, well, I kind of wanted it to be a surprise and they got really mad. But, um, yeah. So I've just been kind of like quiet about it, but I don't think from like, from now on, I probably won't be.
0: Okay. That's, that's funny. I, I, cause I, I mean, I think that's a, I think it's a pretty common teenage thing to do. Cause it's like, like, obviously you love your parents, you trust your parents, but there's just something about like, for me, at least I can't speak for you. I know. But uh, I remember mm-hmm. for myself, it was like, yeah, it's cool. I want my parents to hear it, but I want to know what, what other people think. And it's like,
1: yeah,
0: it doesn't make much sense, but it does at the time, you know, in your head, it makes sense, even though like, cause you know, your parents are going to love it no matter what. And that's maybe the problem.
1: Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, I mean, I don't know about like your parents or any other parents, but I know that mine are going to say, I love it. It's, it's amazing. And sometimes (laughs) you don't like need to hear that.
0: Yeah. You need to hear, Hey, you need to remove this. You need to add this type of instrument. You need to train, change this. Hey, your vocals were off here. You're, you know, this sounds good. This sounds bad. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's, I mean, is that like, is that pretty hard? Cause like, I know, I know criticism in general in life is one of the hardest things. Have you have you received some some criticism that that has like really shaken you, or have you? Are you pretty darn you take it in stride and and improve through it?
1: Um, I really haven't gotten like any like really bad criticism. I guess that have made me go like, oh my god, like this, I'm gonna go cry now. <laughs> you know, I haven't really received that. Um, but there are a lot of people who have given me constructive criticism and I'm really grateful for that.
0: Yeah, that's good. And I'm I imagine like this is this is one of the places like I haven't really dealt with it like I said through high school and stuff like I had a Facebook page for my band but it was pretty minimal. We had Pure Volume which I'm sure you've never even heard of. Um but uh, no. Pure Volume was like the original SoundCloud. Um It was like a, it was a music discovery platform where bands could post like four or five songs and have like a band bio with all your pictures. Um, It was basically like a, you know, like, but like I said, it's like SoundCloud because people could download the music. They could like the music. They could like comment on specific parts of the song and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. But, uh, but I remember, you know, the like social media wasn't a huge thing in terms of like all the extra comments and stuff. So have you, have you had to deal with any sort of like crap on social media? That's completely like, cause I, I, I hate social media for that reason. Like I just, people are very not, not cool when it comes to being hidden behind a keyboard. So have you had to like fi- fight off any of that kind of garbage?
1: I've had like a couple of hate comments, but you know, I don't take it personally because it's everybody's preference. Yeah. But I've, I've been lucky to not have like a swarm of hate comments. Yeah.
0: Well, props to you for, for being able to just brush it off. And, uh, like that stuff, that stuff was always like, I don't know what it is for me. Like when a complete stranger says something to me, it like hits me hard. And I'm like, why do I care? You know, like it's not nearly as bad anymore, but it used to be like, you know, a family member or friend could compliment me and then someone else would like some stranger would compliment me and I'd be like, wow. And it almost like meant more and it just kind (laughs) of (laughs) stupid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. (laughs) So I, uh, you know, as with the, with the release of, of the new music, what, what is it that you're most excited? Like when it comes to releasing something new, what gets you the most excited?
1: Um, I would say kind of just like to have the weight off of my shoulders because like I've been like holding on to these songs for a while now and I'm like oh like it's super close to release day like it just like kind of drags on yeah and so I just, I just like to have it out there and just kind of like be done with it <laughs>
0: <laughs> how long you been sitting on the songs for
1: um, some of them longer than others, like some of them, like a couple months and some of them like a month. Okay. Like, like it feels so much longer.
0: Oh yeah. I think, I think that's, uh, is it that you, you think it feels longer just because it was like you, you're wanting to share it or is it because like, what is it that, that like, I don't know. Um, cause obviously like there's the part of it. Hey, I've written these songs. I want the world to hear them. Is there anyone in particular that, that like, you're really excited to hear it? Or is it just kind of like, I just want to, I want to have these out there and just let the chips fall as they may.
1: I definitely want my family to hear it because there is like a song that's um, like about a trip that we took a couple of years ago when I wrote it, like I was feeling super nostalgic. So I would like, I would like them to hear that, but also, I just, like, kind of want to just have it out. Just yeah. To
0: like, was just, like, to say that it's out, you know? Yeah. It feels- so, is this, like, I I wasn't able to, to like, look in terms of, like, I, I know, obviously, SoundCloud is just kind of song by song. Is this, like, the first big drop that you've done? Or is this, like, how many times have you done these bigger drops where you've got multiple songs that are all coming out?
1: Um. In December, I put out a four-track Christmas EP. Nice. And um, so this is like my second EP, but I always like, I don't know. I just didn't feel as confident putting out my Christmas EP. And I just feel like I got, like I rushed into doing it. So to me, this is like way bigger than that.
0: Heck yeah. Well, and was the Christmas one, were those covers or were those originals?
1: Yeah, they were all covers. Yeah, so this
0: I, is different, too, because what was that?
1: I can't write Christmas songs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, that's the other thing, too, though, right? Is this is your own. This is your release. So that's pretty big. Yeah. What's What's your favorite song of the bunch?
1: Um, I would say, like, music-wise, it's If You Love Me Today, because I haven't Done anything like that and it's different than the other songs on the EP because the other songs are like more um they're like just me and the piano. Mm-hmm. So they're more stripped down. Um but lyric-wise, I would say 158 Main is my favorite because like I said, it's about um my family.
0: Yeah. Where was the trip to?
1: Um, it was to Vermont.
0: Very nice. Man, I I've been out I've been out to the east coast a couple times but I I apparently need to visit more places over there cuz I've here, they're all pretty amazing. But
1: yeah, I would say you know, it's one thing for me because I live here so I grew up like seeing it all the time but you know, I I would get I would say like for somebody who's never been there before, it's really cool. Yeah. I, I'm the opposite. I want to, you know, I want to um see Places that aren't New England.
0: <laughs> I can imagine. Where's Where's like the coolest vacation you've had or like coolest places you've been?
1: I really haven't um, been a lot of places. I would, I would say Florida, I guess, which is such a New England answer. <laughs> uh, if you know New England, like everybody from Massachusetts goes to Florida, but it's just so much warmer there than it is here.
0: Yeah, it's... I lived in Texas for a while and I loved it because I love the heat. I'm, I'm not a cold. I'm not, I'm not meant to be in the cold. It's just, just not meant to be. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, so where's like a place that you, that you dream of going?
1: Um, I want to go to Europe. I was actually supposed to go to Italy this February.
0: And COVID. Yeah. Dang.
1: Cancelled it. That sucks. Was it a
0: family trip or was it like for school?
1: No, it's was for school actually, which was like super out of my comfort zone. Like it's super not me to go on a school trip. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was going to be really fun, I think. And then COVID.
0: And then COVID yeah, said, no, stay in your comfort zone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and if if that's all I had to lose from COVID, then that's totally okay. You know?
0: Yeah. And yeah, I mean, there've been some people really impacted and some people not so much, but uh how did, how, did you do like all online school
1: yeah for the most part and we're going back full time in a couple of weeks so right before be, summer <laughs> like <laughs> yeah like a month and a half before summer so i don't know but there's probably gonna be less music for me now that i'm not home all the time
0: yeah that's that's sounds about right man summer's in a month and a half what april for
1: us like june
0: right mid-june is when you get out huh yeah dang yeah my my uh, my son's in kindergarten and so he uh he's been in like in person the whole year but he gets out like may 21st i think so oh
1: wow yeah
0: but i mean he's in kindergarten so i don't know when like he'd be getting out if he were in high school you know it's a little different
1: <laughs> yeah
0: so do you have like college plans or do you like are you gonna go full-time music after school's over or do you know
1: i don't know i don't think that i'm gonna honestly go full-time music um but then again i don't know really what i want to be so yeah
0: do you have any ideas of like what sounds enjoyable
1: um i really like kids like working with kids heck yeah so. Maybe something like that. I don't know. Subject to change. Yeah,
0: exactly. I mean, yeah, my, my brother-in-law, he's a vice principal at an elementary school. Super stellar at what he does. And I was just like, I, you know, when I was in high school, like my nieces and nephews and like people would constantly ask me like in my neighborhood if I could watch the kids for like babysitting and stuff. And I was like, yeah, whatever. And I always like enjoyed it. It was fine. But now I'm like, man, I don't like anybody's kids but my own. <laughs> I'm a, I'm an awful person.
1: <laughs> oh my God. No, there's a, there's a lot of my friends who don't like kids. so,
0: okay, good. I'm not, I'm not alone. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. That's uh that's, that's just the thing about me, man. I am not like, it's funny. My brother-in-law is so good with kids and he's so patient. I'm like, dude, we're so similar in so many ways, but I just don't get it. I don't know how he does it. <laughs> Oh man. So I really want to take, quickly take a step back because I, uh, I know you said kind of like, you know, when you first started, it was always just kind of like any chance you had to seeing you sing. But what was it that, that triggered that said, hey, you should, you should actually make a deal of this in terms of like posting it online and stuff. What changed that, that made you take it more seriously? I
1: would say like, seeing a lot of my favorite artists like especially like ones that i had followed that like weren't very popular at first and like seeing them grow and seeing them like have all these opportunities and like hearing their music on the radio for the first time that really inspired me and like i was like i could maybe do this too
0: heck yeah and were those artists the ones you already mentioned
1: yeah mostly holly humberstone I think for me, really, like I found her when she just put out her first single and like nobody had really heard of her and now she's like on the radio here all the time. So it's super, super cool for me as a fan.
0: Heck yeah. She's probably on the radio here all the time too, but I uh, am too busy with my audio books and my my own music on my phone.
1: (laughs) She's really good. You should give
0: her a listen. I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah. What's what's the best song of hers?
1: Probably Overkill.
0: Overkill. OK.
1: Really
0: good. It's probably super poppy, huh? Yeah, but
1: they've, she's got some good guitar and drums okay. in there.
0: So. Hey, that's good. I mean, that's one of my biggest my biggest complaints with a lot of music is is all of the, the you know the drum pad drums or the, the sampled drums and the, you know, the lack of any real instrument aside from a synth, you know, that's one of my, it's one of my hangups with a lot of pop music right now. But Justin Timberlake's new album. Now that was, or Justin Timberlake. I meant Justin Bieber's new album. Now that was, that was pretty good pop music. I'm not really a fan of Justin Bieber.
1: I don't want to get
0: hate for it, but no, I, I liked his whole album except peaches. That song was dumb.
1: Literally, that song has been stuck in my head. Like, I don't even know how. It's just like in my head. <laughs> I don't even listen to him, and it's in my head. It's so annoying.
0: <laughs> I mean, that song's pretty awful. I I won't lie. Like, the, <laughs> it's it's the, the funniest thing about it is the rest of the album for me, in my opinion, is really good. Like, really well done lyrically, musically, and then Peaches comes and you're like, dude, why? Why did you even? What the heck? You know, it's my. Oh my god! I'm gonna have to
1: <laughs> give it a listen.
0: Yeah, I I liked the album a lot. Like there was a lot of like I don't know. Like um Lonely, I think is the name of the song was like holy crap. It was kind of felt for the guy. It's kind of funny you you didn't you wouldn't think that you'd feel bad for a dude who's just like been super rich and famous since he's like 15, but you listen to that song you're like holy crap, I didn't think about that.
1: <laughs> that song I have heard, yeah, that one.
0: That one's freaking crazy. freaking dope. Oh man. So, what's what's your favorite song right now? If if you were to say, if you are to tell someone to listen to a specific song right now, what song would you tell them to listen to?
1: Oof, favorite song. Um, I don't know. I just recently finished watching Euphoria. I watched it in two days. Um, so like that whole soundtrack.
0: Is it a movie, a TV show, or what?
1: It's a TV show.
0: Oh, is that the one on HBO?
1: Yes,
0: was Zendaya. Zendaya, the one who looks like she's perpetually like 14.
1: Yeah, she looks so young.
0: It's weird. Like I I watched uh what's that movie with Zac Efron and and Hugh ja- Hugh Jackman? Oh, uh,
1: well, I'm Greatest Showman.
0: Yeah, Greatest Showman. I watched that and it was like I almost felt like like Zac Efron's character was like kind of like dirty because I was like, dude, she's so young, but I'm like, oh no, she's she's not young, but it just felt like she's really young in the movie. (laughs) 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 Zach Efron's dope. But uh so what's like is it is that like a collection of of like artists or is it like an actual soundtrack of like a score, like a a musical score or what was it? Yeah, um it's just one artist. I don't want to butcher his
1: name, but I think it's Labyrinth.
0: Oh, Labyrinth. The yeah. 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 He had a hit song back when I was in high school. It's been a long time <laughs> since honestly, I've heard of
1: him. <laughs> I'd honestly never heard of him before like the soundtrack. I don't know if that's bad, but it's really good cuz there's like there's a lot of like um instrumental, I guess you would say. Like it's more like based off the show. Yeah. But really good songs on there.
0: Yeah, much more atmospheric than than like radio listening. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I, uh, I bet he's probably, he's probably been a producer on so many songs that, you know, I could almost like (laughs) there've been so many times where like, I've never even heard of that person. And then you find out that they've like, they've got their hand in every major song.
1: Yeah,
0: like the, uh, I don't know the dude's, I can't remember the dude's name, the, the lead singer of one Republic. He, he's pretty much written like a large, Large chunk of top top hundred songs in the last like fifteen years. It's crazy. Oh wow, I
1: didn't know
0: that. Yeah, he they did a show. You ever heard of the show uh, Song Songland? I think it's called Songland.
1: I've heard of it, but I've never watched it.
0: Yeah, he's one of the judges on there. Whatever people come in with their songs and and they like play them in front of a band, and the band decides whether they want to play the song or not. Or have like the song be theirs now. Just a really. Oh, wow thing. Yeah. Cause unlike you, you know, a lot of, a lot of like musicians will have someone else write the song and they just kind of perform it.
1: Yeah.
0: Which is, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of one of the sad things in my mind. I always growing up, I always like thought that these musicians were like writing it and recording it and doing all this stuff. And then you find out no, they, all they did was just provide the voice, <laughs> Yeah, which is fine. They're good, but Kind of sometimes I like, I was like, ah, I don't like that song as much anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. So, uh, so you didn't even pick a single song out of that, that list of what to listen to. You just say, listen to the whole soundtrack of Euphoria. Yeah. Still
1: don't know my name really
0: good. Okay. Sweet. Well, really quick, obviously, you know, before we end, I want to make sure everyone goes over to SoundCloud to your Instagram um, those are the two main platforms that you use, right?
1: Yep.
0: Awesome. Make sure you guys check her out. Um, but at, at the end of every one of my podcasts, I like to just do random trivial questions. So, do you still have no. a couple a couple extra minutes?
1: Of course, yeah. Sweet. I'm nervous
0: now? Oh no, these are these are totally fine. They're random. So this first oh the first question, I guess they're not random for anyone who actually listens to the podcast. It's not random because it's the same questions from me. But for the, for, you know, you, it's, it's random. So this first question is because I am a sugar addict. Um, what is your favorite candy?
1: Hmm. Now, candy, do you include chocolate?
0: I do. Yeah. Some people don't. I didn't realize that that was a thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Some people don't. Cause I don't really like like traditional candy, I guess.
0: But Blasphemy. I just really- I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Reese's are
0: my go-to. Heck yeah. I pretty much the only time I'll eat Reese's is if it's like the Christmas trees or the eggs. Cause like the yes. perfect ratio. Egg,
1: eggs are a go-to like so good.
0: Yeah, otherwise it's Reese's pieces for me. Do you like Reese's piece? Okay. Okay. That's good. So you're a peanut butter fan. Is that what it is?
1: Yes, totally.
0: Heck yeah. All right. Second question. Favorite movie.
1: Hmm. Um, I don't really watch like a ton of movies, but I would probably say, Rocket Man.
0: That's the Elton John one. Yeah. Good deal. I've never seen it, but I probably should. It's really good. I I mean, it's it's like a bio a bio whatever, right? It's just like a story of him.
1: Yeah, and it's super sad. Like it's super depressing to really hear about his life.
0: Hmm. I don't know anything about his life, so it's interesting. Rocketman. All right. All right. Next question here for you. Favorite non-music hobby.
1: Oh boy. Um. Sheesh. I don't really have a, a ton of hobbies besides music. Um
0: How old are you? 15. And you don't have hobbies? Like
1: like oh, all man. you have
0: is time. Like hobbies can be like anything. Like something you do that you enjoy. Okay. That's not music. All
1: right, all right well, I love my dog.
0: So playing with I your dog?
1: Like playing with my dog, you know, um definitely definitely him.
0: Okay. <laughs> what kind of dog do you have?
1: He's an American Foxhound.
0: I don't even know what that is.
1: It's like a beagle with long legs, a skinny beagle with long legs.
0: Like, like Fox and the Hound.
1: Yes. That's what he's named after. Oh, copper.
0: Copper. That movie. That was the first movie I ever cried at.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. I used to watch that all the time as a kid.
0: That movie's the best. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Okay. So I know what kind of dog you're talking about now. Deed. Yeah. Do your does your dad hunt or your mom hunt do they actually take him out hunting or is he just a home dog
1: no he's he's just strictly at home but like if we gave him the opportunity like we can't let him off the leash like he will like literally go and never come back trying to find <laughs> things squirrel
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> just have to get that leash from up you know or the uh, the collar from up so you can have him say <laughs> <laughs> Say what he's looking for. Uh, so he's super high energy.
1: Yes, for sure.
0: How old is he? Is he a little pup?
1: No, he's like seven, I think.
0: Okay. So he's full grown. Like he's just a happy dog. He just wants to go and go yeah. crazy. Has he brought you any sort of dead animals from like your yard or anything?
1: Um, thankfully, no, but he did kill a chipmunk. Unfortunately, once.
0: Unfortunately, I mean, yeah, for that chipmunk, but. Props to copper for being a, a solid yeah, he dog, was, you know, he
1: would, but
0: <laughs> as he should, that's, that's, a, that's his first <laughs> accomplishment.
1: <laughs>
0: that's awesome. All right. Last question for you. This one is, is more, I think we've kind of talked about a lot of the music stuff from you, but your favorite concert that you've attended, if you've, maybe you've been, maybe you haven't even been to one that you've really loved, but.
1: Um, yeah, I haven't honestly been to many. I've only been to two, but my first concert was Fleetwood Mac TV Garden. Dang. And so, yeah, they were, they're super sick. Um, and then my second one was Khalid with Claro, also at the TV Garden. So they're like equally amazing.
0: Heck yeah. That's pretty dope. So, did your parents go to both of them with you? Cause I, obviously, Fleetwood Mac makes sense. That was one of their bands too, right?
1: Yeah, they they both went um, to Fleetwood Mac with me, and then my mom and my cousin we went to lead.
0: Nice, sounds fun. All right, this one this one's a totally this one's just random off the cuff. I know I said that that uh, that was the last one, but you know, every time I I hear anything about Boston, it's it's much it's all about sports there. Are you guys a huge sports family?
1: Uh, no, no,
0: not your dad, not your mom, not your siblings. None of you, just none of you, huh?
1: No, everybody around me is a huge sports fan, like especially the Patriots. Oh, Everything yeah. The Patriots. Um, what, were I people
0: pissed just, that Tom Brady won the Super Bowl?
1: <laughs> honestly, <laughs> or, I think so. Even that was <laughs> for him.
0: I think a lot of people probably were rooting for him because it's like
1: yeah, it's like either or like everybody in New England was invested in that
0: yeah but you guys just you're just like ah, who cares <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I think like when I was younger, NASCAR was like a really big thing that they would watch if you would like consider that sports, I guess
0: Hey, how dare you not consider that sports?
1: okay. I was- <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I, I'm just joking. I, there's, I mean, if you ever actually like go into what those drivers are doing when they're driving, it's pretty intense, but yeah, as like a, funny. as a spectator sport, it's not really a sport for spectators, but for the drivers, it's a hundred percent a sport.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Spectators. It's just a reason for them to get drunk.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> well, actually I, I can't say that. Cause you said you're, it was a big sport for you and your family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it wasn't a reason. Maybe it was a sport for them. <laughs> oh man. I'm just joking. Uh, well, awesome. I, I'm excited for you. I'm, I'm stoked to, for you to actually have this, this EP out there in the world. Um, Thank you. and, uh, and obviously, you know, um, you said one of your big goals is to get it onto major platforms. Um, are you going to, are you going to like get onto DistroKid and, and learn how to do that or,
1: yeah, I've been trying to do some research about it, so fingers crossed that I can pull it off.
0: Nice. Do or do not, there is no try, said a wise young Jedi, or wise old Jedi, little Jedi, Yoda. He, he <laughs> Do or do not, there is no try.
1: <laughs> not. I'm assuming that was Star Wars, so not a Star Wars fan.
0: Oh, I mean, no, there's only two people in this world. There are people who haven't yet had the chance to appreciate star wars for what it is and those who love star wars that's it there's only two types of people
1: (laughs) well i know which one i am
0: the one who just you just haven't had the chance yet
1: no i guess not i guess i'm gonna have to watch some star wars
0: yeah get disney plus and you can just binge and you can be the happiest person on on life uh, on the planet you know (laughs) Well, cool. Thank you so much for taking time to, uh, to talk with me. It was really cool. And like I said, I'm really excited for you. Hopefully, hopefully everything continues going well. And, uh, you know, hopefully you're able to get things onto Spotify and Apple music here pretty quick too. That'd be pretty dope. Yeah.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It was really fun.
0: Good deal. Have an awesome night.
1: Thank you too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Good stuff. And thank you for checking out another episode of the podcast. It's really, really appreciated for all of you who keep coming back. Honestly, it's humbling. I love it. Thank you so much. And if you enjoy it, please share it. Also rate it, you know, wherever you listen to wherever you're listening, like it, subscribe and look forward to more great content. I've got some really cool bands in the pipeline here. We got some really cool stuff coming up. And, uh, I, I'm having fun interviewing bands that are a little bit out of my, my norm, like today, as well as a a few bands previously, you know, they've been bands that, that aren't my, my normal array of bands. And so it's really cool to, to expand and to, to change. I'm thinking I might, I might do some shifting around to try and, and see what, uh, what we can do to, to organize it better. But I really appreciate your time, your time and
1: you're awesome. We'll catch you next week. Deuces.